0: Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Alejandra, Content Marketing Specialist at 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Wednesday here with 3W. I am Alejandra, and I'm here today to discuss and share a fun topic with my co-workers, Lauren Wooding. Hi. And Marisol Hernandez. Hello. So um, our topic for today is National Physical Fitness and Sports Month. And here in the month of May, we just thought it would be fun to share this fun topic, knowing Marisol and Lauren both have some fun experiences with their own physical fitness and their health. And so I'll be tapping in a little bit too, but they have some pretty fun stories on how they grew in their physical fitness and how it's effective on their lives today. So I'm going to have them take it away, introduce themselves a little
1: bit and just share what their experience has been. Awesome, thanks, Alejandra. Yeah, um, I've been on the podcast a few times, so hi again, everyone. I'm Lauren, I'm the office manager here at 3W, and um, sports have been a big part of my life, my entire life. My family was always really active. My dad was a wrestler and a football player, and um, early on, I feel like sports were a social interaction and a way to give my a break and get the <laughs> kids out of the house and play you know t-ball and soccer and just the like sports leagues that are through the city mm-hmm. um, and I developed a really deep passion when I was about six years old for gymnastics and it really um, started my journey as an athlete and I was a gymnast until 17 when I um, actually injured myself in lacrosse um, and tore my ACL, but loved that sport. It really instilled a lot of dedication and commitment that I have used in the rest of my life. My parents always, you know, operated on the fact of if you started a sport, you have to finish the season. You need to go to the practices. You need to go to your competitions. And it wasn't It it really did instill like, oh, and things aren't always fun and things aren't always easy, but it is fun to commit something to yourself and really move your body. Um, yeah. And I think sports teach so much to children that they can then take into their adult life. And from that, the passion of moving my body and being able to hit my goals, I now do weightlifting and um, kind of a CrossFit type working out. And I love it. It's It feels like a sport again because I get yeah. to see how much I can lift and see how much I can move my body and you know, I think a lot of athletes struggle after they leave organized sports to find a passion for for fitness, and it definitely took me a second. And I mm. found like my niche of what I really like to do. So that's so cool. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit of my story of um, fitness and or sports to then my fitness journey. So, sure. Yeah. Well, I know I enjoy watching your Instagram posts. Like, <laughs> the weights that you lift, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I, it, it becomes really fun and like a motivating factor in the gym to be like, okay, I'm going to try to lift this like new PR and it, it brings me back to like my gymnastics and sports days when you yeah. try to get a new skill or, you know, uh, a new ability and more strength. So very fun. Cool.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, what about you, Marisol? I know you yeah, have so some passions for me,
2: kind of the start, you know, I'm, I'm a runner. I love running. It was a little different than Lawrence. My parents never really forced me to do a sport and I actually did not start doing sports until I was a sophomore in high school, but my dad, um, he's always been very athletic. He's always been, you know, when he was younger, he was in teams, he was a runner. And that was partly because he grew up like being, you know, a bigger child. And so I think when he got to a certain age, he was like, I want to change this, you know, and he wanted to be more active and he really liked soccer and baseball and he wanted to be able to just move better and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he took up running. And so I remember being in middle school, and my dad would wake me up at, like, 8 a.m., and that's, like, the worst thing ever to any middle schooler. So I would, like, (laughs) I would pretend I was asleep. I would, like, pretend I didn't hear him knocking on the door. And sometimes I'd even, like, cry, and this is, like, kind of embarrassing to share because I was, like, 12, 13 years old crying on a Saturday morning because my dad was taking me on a run. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But eventually he was really patient, and he knew that, you know, he wanted me to be active. He didn't want me to go through the same like things that he had to go through as in, you know, not being able to run or move as easily. And so pretty soon I was kind of going on those runs, not throwing a tantrum and (laughs) enjoying them. And that is where I started cross country and track in high school. And Mm. through that, it was kind of what Lauren touched on. It really helped me build a lot of character and discipline. Mm -hmm. So not only caring about my sport but also that translated into like school or friendships and you know my high school job at the time so Mm -hmm. it's really been super rewarding in more ways than one yeah that's so cool and I think it's cool because you guys both came back from different backgrounds
0: Mm -hmm. yet you know like either if it's running or us an organized sport it does build that character like you're saying it makes me think of um well, they're friends of mine that I've had for a long time and they are in sports like soccer, baseball, golf even. And I'm like, they're little, they're little, but they're super active in what they do. And that's the reason is to like build their confidence level of You can do it even if you don't think you can't. And I think that's something especially relating to just even like the willingness to do a sport or the like, for instance, I I do not like running whatsoever, (laughs) but I enjoy walking. Green Lake is my favorite place to go. And especially now that it's sunny, like I want to go all the time. But it's and I realize, too, like and you may, you know agree with me too that it's not so much how how long you do it it's just building that stamina of having like that activity in your in your life where I realized like oh man I have to do a certain amount of time to like qualify or check that box off that oh I've done this Mm -hmm. but it's more just building that those the adrenaline right
2: yeah yeah I don't know what you guys Um, and even besides just kind of what Lauren said seeing the progress and being able to like you know, maintain your body at a certain goal that you want. It's really, for me at least, running just clears my mind. Mm-hmm. I love yes. doing it. I don't think much when I run, so it's really nice. It's kind of more, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be like, mm, I feel I feel a little off today. And like maybe 98% of the time, a run fixes that. Mm-hmm. So for yeah. me, it's also like, a, like well-being and a taking care of myself thing. It's not just sure. crossing out a box or, you know, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah. on the self-care podcast, I talked about that a lot, about mm-hmm. how working out's uh, a form of self-care for me, because all I have to do is think about myself and not my responsibilities and my job and my family and True. my crazy life. I get to just dedicate an hour to me and, yeah, it clears my head. It makes me feel so great off the day, and or to start off the day, and I have to get up early to do it, because yeah. I live kind of far, but mm-hmm. it makes my drive so much more enjoyable when I've been awake and I get to have those um, endorphins from working out that um, are so helpful. Yeah. Um, and Alejandra, I wanted to touch on what you're saying about your friend's kids. They, I was a gymnastics coach for young kids really? for six years or seven years, starting when I was 14 at my gymnastics center that I did my coaching at. And Seeing kids just grow in their confidence and their hand-eye coordination and just their emotional capacity to be like away from their parents and Mm -hmm. be able to sit still and listen. I mean, so many skills get brought out through sports. And I believe a lot of my physical abilities to gain muscle pretty easily and be able to do the lifts I can do really naturally is because I developed like hand-eye coordination and muscle Mm. building at a very young age. Wow. Um, Because I know some women that I work out with that never did sports and never really uh, had that young as a young person, built those muscles and mm-hmm. they struggle so much to maintain muscle and build muscle because their body at a young age didn't learn how to do that. Mm. And I don't know the biology from it, and everyone, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone um, builds, you know, has a different type of body type. Like, I can gain muscle easier, but like, fat loss is harder but some people can lose muscle easy but fat loss is really easy too so you have different body types but I truly believe a lot of the hand-eye coordination and the you know just being able to know where my body is in space has contributed to my uh, success as an adult in uh, my working out and just the ability to pick things up easy so getting kids in a sport helps so much makes them so well rounded and I mean, you can go on and on about the social aspects, the emotional aspects, the physical aspects. It really benefits in so many different ways. And it doesn't matter the sport. It's really find a sport that a kid likes to do. Yes. That they aren't going to be dragged to because at the end of the day, it's their sport, not the parents. Right. Right. I love gymnastics and I love my kid did gymnastics, but if they want to do karate or football or whatever.
2: True. Sure. Let's
1: do it. Like you don't need to do a sport because your parent did it, but you also you know, can introduce them to all different things. And I think, um, like you are you were saying with your friends' kids, yeah. being involved in a lot of different ones, yes. it's also so impactful. Like my dad always said that, my brother did soccer and football and lacrosse and all the things, and I love gymnastics and I was like, I'm only doing gymnastics. Wow. Well, maybe you get to a point when you're 14 like I did, and I was like, I don't want to do gymnastics anymore. <laughs> I pushed through it, but then you were like, gymnastics is my only sport I've ever done, not right. ever done, but yeah. did for my most of my life. Where kids that do all these different sports gain so much from just the ability to try things out and figure out what they like. So, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah I could go on and on about the benefits of sports for kids and <laughs> how it translates to fitness. I've loved being a coach and seeing children just like blossom through, yes. through, through athletics and um, especially gymnastics has been so fun. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. And I think a very important topic that Lauren touched on is it's not only like physically rewarding Mm -hmm. for the children, but it's also socially and emotionally Mm -hmm. rewarding. Mm -hmm. And I know that like when I joined high school sports, I had like so many more friends. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, everyone on your team, you're spending every day with them. You're going to meets with them on Saturdays or, you know, whatever. And some of my best friends are from cross country. And one of my best friends, actually, she's getting married and I met her on the team. So we ran together for three years and now I'll be at her wedding. And this is one of those like super beautiful things of like, this is what, Running has brought for me. And Mm -hmm. you know. I'm sure people have stories of other sports. That bring them that. But that's. Yeah. That's a very important point. That I think. And they just get to be more social. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I think there's that accountability mm-hmm. tool too, where you build friendships and then you're like, hey, you know what, I'm going to start this. And you know, you can count on your friends to be like, hey, can you keep me in check? Yeah. I have a friend that that was uh, doing that with me and she's like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, not so good. But, <laughs> you know, like having that accountability of those friendships that can help build you up. As you guys were talking, I was thinking about, especially in the months, the winter months, You know, when the time changes, it gets dark, you don't want to go outside or you don't want to go to the gym. What are some tips maybe that you guys could, you know, share with our listeners like that have helped you, you know, because I know personally
1: I hardly exercised during the the winter months. So I think a big thing. I, I had someone say it to me once and it was they said that motivation waxes and wanes, right? You're not always mm-hmm. gonna be motivated, but dedication is the thing that keeps you motivated. So okay. dedicating it to yourself can help. So motivation is not always gonna be there, but the dedication has to be there sure. to get the the job done almost. Or yeah. The workout done mm-hmm. or the run done or the walk done. Um <laughs> I think a big thing for me is adjusting to like I work out in the morning during Mm. the summer a lot I work out in the morning in the winter sometimes but I'll go through a month where I cannot wake up it's freezing it's 30 degrees I don't want to get out of my bed okay I'm going to be flexible with myself and I'm going to work out in the evening so I think allowing yourself through different seasons to adjust your lifestyle to what you're surrounding in. I live in Washington and Mm -hmm. it gets cold my friends in California they can get up. I mean, I was visiting and I was like, gosh, if I lived here, I could get up here every day and go on a walk and it's beautiful and nice. So yeah. I think the first thing is allowing your dedication to kind of work on top of your motivation Sure, that the weather's not going to determine my my motivation level. The, you know, the time of day is not going to, but I'm going to dedicate it to myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a third be, or a second thing is being flexible with yourself and allowing yourself to, you know adjust your schedule and do it on different times or days whenever you can and adjusting your workout routine maybe you know you're doing more indoor things than outdoor additionally being able to rely on your your friends and definitely like an accountability ready for me my mom and i will work out together and it's so much easier to get up than just oh um, yeah uh relying on your own accords which kind of feeds into that motivation and dedication things
0: oh yeah yeah. well i Hearing you come into work and be like I worked out and I did this and I feel Great and it just makes it motivates me You know so just even those comments are like
2: Man I need to do something
0: right you know So that's great
2: Um, I think Just for me it's been I mean Obviously we do very different Mm -hmm. sports So in running Terms for me I think the biggest thing Is always just having a buddy accountability True because I Tend to be the mean friend I'm very Disciplined so I'm like (laughs) I don't care if it's 30 outside and it's snowing. Like we said, we were going to go on that run. So we're going on that run. Wow. So you're that other friend that is on check. I'm the one that wakes you up. Um, (laughs) So definitely I would say find a friend like that who won't, you know, let you kind of call out Um, and definitely a schedule. And Lauren also mentioned that Um, Mm -hmm. schedule is very important because a lot of the times we can say like, it's busy. I missed the workout. I'm not doing it. But I think that when you... Finally go into your calendar and you're like, okay, at 6, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go on a run or whatnot. Um, But also just – well, Lauren said a lot of good things. Listening to your body and, you know, some days your body just – won't get up and that's okay. Yeah. Or you might have to, you know, you have an event or something and you have to switch the run. Like the world's not going to end if you miss one day. Right, right. It's true. I know the last few days I've been hearing the birds chirping and I'm like, I
0: want to get up out of bed. You know, like it does motivate me. Other people, they're like, my sister, for instance, she's like, close the curtains. I want Mm -hmm. blackout curtains. I don't (laughs) want to see the sun, you know? So it's just like being, I guess, like you're saying, Lauren, be in tune with what your body's feeling you're not going to be like everybody else. It makes me think of Christy, a podcast that she did a couple, well, a while back now, where she was saying everybody's different, even like Weight Watchers or keto or all those different even dieting things, they're all different and individual. So it's like not being afraid to not compare yourself to other people, but take it for yourself and say, This is what I can do. This is what my body type is like. And again, too, just like being happy with who you are. I think there's something that is, at least in my experience growing up, I was, you know, shifting in like bigger hips at one point or, you know, like not you're especially in the growth spurt Mm -hmm. span and not feeling comfortable in my own body and thinking, well, okay, I'm just wide hipped and this is how I'm going to be forever. But actually appreciating the way we're. Yeah. Built, you know, yeah. Yeah. so um, that's something that has taken me a long time. But yeah. like hearing you guys and you're just motivation motivates me and just also appreciating my own yeah. form of being built. And totally. yeah, like yeah. here I was thinking, man, after work, yes, I want to go for a walk, yeah. you know, yeah. and being OK with it's a walk. It's not that I have to do 50, lift 50 weights yeah. or, you know, do big things in order to get somewhere. Right. So yeah.
2: And I think even like even within people who work out or, you know, whatnot, that can also happen because I, you know, when I first started running, it was like very just competitive. And then, you know, I was like, oh, I can, you know, I can get good times, So I started pushing a bit more. And then even up until recently, a lot of the motivation behind running was just like, get better times, get faster, get slimmer. And it me a while to shift that because i realized that you can truly hurt yourself and you can like i mean i was anemic for like four or five years because of my running and because i didn't like sleep well i didn't rest well and your body starts taking that as a hit Mm. um and so there had to be a point where i had to stop actually and be like okay like me running is actually hurting me a lot more than it's helping. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to like reprogram yourself. So yeah, it also takes a while to be like, Now I get up and I go for a run and I don't do it because I want a faster time or because I want to lose a jean size or whatever. I do it because I'm like, this is good for my body. Like, you know, like my body deserves to move and it deserves, Mm -hmm. you know, to be active and whatnot. So I think a lot of the times, like in the fitness world, we Mm -hmm. can fall into that trap and Mm -hmm. we have to kind of reset ourselves a lot of the time.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. My my gym is pretty intense workouts. I mean, we're lifting heavy weights, and I usually do it like four to five days a week. But in the beginning of January, I had this goal to work out every single day, and I have an Apple Watch, so I wanted to see nice. the, rings, the <laughs> rings, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> and I was doing V is the gym I go to. I was doing the V workouts seven. I did I did I think uh, thirteen days in a row wow. where I didn't take a rest day. My chiropractor was like, Oh no, Lauren. <laughs> Rest days are important. Like, because there's two sides of my, like, I can be all in or all out. Like sometimes sure. I'm like in a week, I'm like, I didn't work out once and I'm going to tomorrow, but I didn't. Right. There's some days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm on fire. I'm getting stronger. I feel so good after I work out. And you, and it, you but you do have to have that balance and, and take care of your body. And mm. I think Alejandro made a good point of you're saying, oh, I think as women, uh, we a lot of times, you know, think about the aesthetics of our mm-hmm. body, but I think what sports and, and fitness can teach us is honoring the body types we have right. and that we have those to move them. And mm-hmm. if I didn't have my strong quads, I couldn't do the workouts as well as if I had skinnier legs. True. And for someone who has, you know, has a certain type of body type that might not be the six foot model that you see in sure. culture, I think fitness, you know, can get into toxic Body image things with fat loss. But in the mm-hmm. end of the day, I think it really does allow us to honor our bodies by. I have, like, it's not aesthetics always, you know, right? It doesn't have to always be about the look. It's about the mechanics because our legs are meant to move us. You True. It's <laughs> not meant to just be look pretty and sit there. Exactly. We're meant to move and honoring that our bodies are built a certain way and we can move them and appreciate them through that movement. So, um, yes. And, yeah. and I think a big thing it's cool that me and Marisol have is our body types are really meant for like the sports we're doing or the oh, yeah. doing. <laughs> no. um, And it's cool that we have found like Marisol not doing CrossFit does not make her not an athlete or not into fitness and me not going on four mile runs does not make me an a- not an athlete. Right. So right. I think finding yeah. your thing you like to do is so huge because it doesn't matter what you're doing. It matters about feeling good, moving your body and, you know, allowing yourself to live a healthy lifestyle and along have longevity in your life.
2: True. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can get into that also of like, this is the sport. Like I have to go out and run four miles on a Saturday or else I'm not fit. Yeah. And it's like, I look at what Lauren does on her Instagram too. And I'm like, no, I could <laughs> never like. I mean, we've seen it. I tried to lift a water jug here at work, and I was like, I was "Lauren, like, no. please help me!" Like my legs were shaking. And she almost <laughs> fell over. I was like, oh, "Put down! I got it." <laughs> and it was just—it's horrible. I can't lift. I don't like to lift. I don't even like the gym. Like that is the worst place ever for me. Yeah. And right. uh, you know, you wake me up for a five-mile run on a Saturday at five, and I'm so in. But wow. do not take me to the gym. Yeah. Versus Lauren. I'm like, I don't know Do how run.
1: <laughs> no, I actually have la- liked running more, but not long distances. Oh I, my gosh. I like a short little sprint. <laughs> my boyfriend and I will go to the track and like time our like 100 meter run. So that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes no it's great that's great and I think that's the beauty of it right
0: everybody's different yeah. and we all have our own little ways that we like to get our endorphins running so right. for me I feel like I'm I'm not either or I yeah. I don't particularly like running or like li- I've never actually lifted weights but take I might I guess I might First go then <laughs> Yeah, but it's great. And I think this helps. It helps me just hearing you guys's process, your tips and all that. And I, I hope our listeners too. you know, as as you guys hear this, you guys feel encouraged and uplifted, especially in this these beautiful months of yeah. summer, spring and summer, Washington summers and springs are so beautiful. So yeah. but yes, thank you for just giving us these fun tips. And hopefully they're encouraging for you guys as well. Those that are listening also in this month of May or Yes. In this month of May, please get out. Enjoy the natural beauty that's around us. Mm -hmm. Green Lake, Mount Rainier. There's a ton of hiking spots. I know the running trails, trails, you know, just embrace the natural beauty that we have in these months and be encouraged to know that us here at 3W, we're also trying to keep our fitness up and, um, yeah, supporting you from here. Any last words, ladies?
1: No, I think I'm good. Thanks for listening, everyone. And 3W is always here. We really like to care for the whole person. And um, if you want to talk about how to add healthy habits to your lifestyle and and, and help boost your productivity and your, your wellness in your Well Woman exam, you can talk to Dr. Rutherford or one of our providers, and they have great tips on the things that can help move your body. So definitely, um, if you do make an appointment, feel free to bring that up. We like to talk about our diet and the whole the whole Whole uh, parts that make us, so um, don't feel like that's off limits. Because maybe you're getting a pap smear, you can right. talk about your <laughs> yeah. physical health
2: as a whole. True, true. Yeah. For me, it's just basically trust the process. It takes a while. Habits don't come overnight. Mm-hmm. So just a little extra encouragement for anyone listening out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to take days, maybe months, maybe even years <laughs> for you to actually Definitely. like what you're doing, and it's worth it. It's definitely worth it for your physical and your mental health.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies. And thank you to everybody listening and stay tuned for our next episode. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission you can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, stay healthy and be well.